Uh, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. Uh, it is the Zebra. If you are looking for insurance for your home, for your car, whatever it is, people, everybody pretty much overpays for um, for their insurance. And you don't have to. There's one place where you can uh, uh, compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. And you can do it quickly. You get all of the facts. No pressure. Zebra, the Zebra, compares car and home insurance quotes from every major provider in under five minutes. So get all of your facts in one place. Start comparing quotes for free today. Visit thezebra.com slash Beck. That's thezebra.com slash Beck. All right. Radio show begins in just a couple of seconds. of womanhood yay that that is just the beginning as we as we celebrate the power of women by um making miss nevada a transgendered guy i mean i think this is fantastic it really is a celebration of everything uh everything about women you know uh, and I think when the guys walk into the bathroom with their dingaling showing, I think there's nothing there's nothing that celebrates women more than that. We have that story coming up. Uh, oh, also, uh, more on the NFL. Uh, Stu did a little bit of homework on the uh, shooter that we told you about yesterday at this time that killed a police officer. And we're going to start with something positive. There is a real problem with Generation X and Z. They've just done new polling on Generation Z, and they are not for capitalism. So how are we going to fix this? Well, there are two solutions. One is God, and the other I'll share with you in 60 seconds. Michael lives in Connecticut. He writes in about the experience with Relief Factor. He says, Relief Factor helped uh, almost completely eliminate my elbow pain when I couldn't find any other solution. What a great product. It has helped with a lot of other aches and pains as well. Since I started Relief Factor, I feel like I have more energy. I generally feel better. Thank you so much for this pain relief product. Dealing with pain in your life day in and day out can just grind on you until you're just left a little hopeless please make this the day that you check out relief factor not a drug developed by doctors 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more 30 percent it just doesn't work on i don't know why it doesn't that's why they've made a three-week quick start uh, trial pack take it as directed for three weeks and take it you know breakfast lunch and dinner if you're not seeing any results in three weeks, you're probably not going to. Uh, 
But if you do see results, order more because it changes lives. I've seen it. I've seen it happen to me and others. It's Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, starting tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, you're going to have full access to a new series that I'm releasing just for Independence Day. It's a special production of the 1776 report. What is the 1776 report? Well, let's go to cut one, please. You may recall that the 1776 commission was established by President Trump in the fall of 2020 with the purpose of promoting patriotic education. That I will soon sign an executive order establishing a national commission to promote patriotic education. It will be called the 1776 Commission. Well, the media and academia almost lost their minds over this now controversial idea that we should teach young Americans to actually love and appreciate the nation they've inherited by telling them the whole truth. The 1776 Commission had to rush the development of this report because they knew that as soon as Joe Biden was sworn in as president, the commission's days would likely be numbered. The 1776 report was instantly demonized by the media, mostly because it was commissioned by the Trump administration. But it was clear from the avalanche of criticism that virtually no one actually read the report or even gave it a chance. Predictably, just hours after Biden took the oath of office, he signed an executive order to dissolve the 1776 commission. It was one of his first acts in office. President Biden had an opportunity to work toward his campaign promise to be a uniter by keeping the commission going. Instead, he squashed the commission on day one, and it sent a clear signal about his true priorities and his belief of America and our founding. So I've decided to take this commission's report and make it into a series. It, all of it becomes available tonight for Blaze TV subscribers. And then tomorrow, I believe it goes up on my Instagram um, and uh, Facebook pages, uh, one episode at a time uh, until, um, until Independence Day. It is really, really important. Um, this is our greatest weapon, the truth. And the truth is storied. The truth is, is full of really great things and really bad things. But you have to start with America's principles and the idea behind America. These facts provide necessary and wise cautions against unrealistic hopes and checks against pressing partisan claims or utopian agendas too hard or too far. The principles of the American founding can be learned by studying the abundant documents contained in the record. Read fully and carefully. They show how the American people have ever pursued freedom and justice, which are the political conditions for living well. To learn this history is to become a better person, a better citizen, a better partner in the American experiment of self-government. Compromising actions by imperfect human beings 
The American story has had its share of missteps, errors, contradictions, and wrongs. These wrongs have always met resistance from clear principles of the nation, and therefore our history is far more, far more one of self-sacrifice, courage, and nobility. America's principles are named at the outset to be both universal, applying to everyone, and eternal, existing for all time. The remarkable American story unfolds under and because of these great principles. Of course, neither America nor any other nation has perfectly lived up to the universal truths of equality, liberty, justice, and government by consent. No nation before America even dared state those truths as the formal basis for its politics. No one has strived harder or done more to achieve them. So here's what's really fascinating to me as I'm watching this special uh, now, if you happen to be watching Blaze TV and watching the program, um, they just showed uh, images of us, you know, our police hosing down blacks as they march with Martin Luther King. And I thought, what nation, what nation uh, of the great nations today would allow that, would allow their press to show the bad side. Well, we've gone so far, all we're showing is the bad side. And no one has any credibility with me, uh, and shouldn't with you, if they only know one side of the argument. You know, the, the critical race theory does not present the other side of the argument in any credible way. They present the other side of the argument as, see, that's why they're racist. No. No, Uh, we should be having a debate. But have you noticed we're not having a debate? The debate is over. The debate is over now on everything or so the left thinks. But that is not an American principle. And it's really important. You know, anytime anyone says don't read that, you should read it. Anytime somebody says uh, that should be banned, Buy it and read it and keep it. Uh, I don't trust anyone who says you shouldn't read that. You shouldn't look into it. There is there is no inherent evil in education and there's no inherent evil in reading things that a a logical, uh, uh, reasonable person who is searching for truth. Shouldn't read. You need to read all of it, especially when it comes to history. And what I like about the 1776 Project, which is, again, coming out tonight at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV, and then will be released on my social media in segments uh, every day this week until the 4th of July, and I urge you to watch it. The thing that I like about the 1776 Commission, which Biden has tried to bury the media has tried to bury. It is so clear on who we are and the wrongs that we have uh, we have uh, perpetrated. Uh, I, I I wouldn't say got away with because we certainly didn't get away with any anything. And how did those bad things in our history stop? Listen. 
The most common charge leveled against the founders, and hence against our country itself, is that they were hypocrites who didn't believe in their own stated principles, and therefore, the country they built rests on a lie. This charge is untrue. It's done enormous damage, especially in recent years, with the devastating effect on our civic unity and social fabric. Many Americans labor under the illusion that slavery was somehow a uniquely American evil. It is essential to insist at the outset that the institution is seen in a much broader perspective. It's hard for people brought up in the comforts of modern America in a time when which the idea that all human beings have invulnerable rights inherent dignity, it's almost taken for granted, to imagine the cruelties and enormities that were endemic in earlier times. It's hard. But the unfortunate fact is the institution of slavery has been more the rule than exception throughout human history. It was the Western world's repudiation of slavery, not just beginning to build at the time of the American Revolution, which marked a dramatic sea change in moral sensibilities. The American founders were living on the cusp of this change in a matter that straddled two worlds. George Washington owned slaves, but he came to detest the practice and wished for a plan adopted for the abolition of it. By the end of his life, he freed all the slaves in his family estate. So it goes into both arguments, but it does in a reasoned way. And I thought it was really important to bring not only the truth of history that you can share with each other and your friends and your family in bite-sized segments. Um, I thought it was important to not only share that, but then to show you the choice before us. Cut five. All the good things we see around us, from the physical infrastructure to our high standards of living to our exceptional freedoms, are direct results of America's unity, stability, and justice. All of which, in turn, rest on the bedrock of our founding principles. Yet today our country is in danger of throwing this inheritance away. The choice before us now is clear. Will we choose the truths of the Declaration, or will we fall prey to the false theories that have led too many nations to tyranny? It's our mission, all of us, to restore our national unity by rekindling a brave and honest love for our country, and by raising new generations of citizens who not only know the self-evident truths of our founding, but then act worthy of them. This great project of national renewal depends on true education, not merely training in particular skills, but the formation of citizens. To remain a free people, we must have the knowledge, strength, and virtue of a free people. From families and schools to popular culture and public policy, we must begin teaching our founding principles and the character necessary to live out these principles. This includes restoring patriotic education that teaches the truth about America. Now, that doesn't mean ignoring the faults in our past, but 
rather viewing our history clearly and wholly with reverence and love. When I got up this morning and I read the new poll that shows that a majority of Generation Z doesn't believe in capitalism, it's because they haven't been taught what capitalism really is. What we're doing right now is not capitalism. It is crony capitalism, and we are quickly on the path of Chinese capitalism. That's not capitalism. That's fascism or authoritarianism. We have blended the two together. You can't believe the press anymore. You can't believe the banking system anymore. You, you can't believe the jury system anymore. You can't believe in things because they've been so twisted and distorted. You don't trust your school because of not just the Board of Education, but because of the labor unions. The labor unions are full of people that just despise the United States of America. I'm talking about the teachers' unions. Just despise it. So you don't trust your teacher, not because of the teacher, but because of the unions and the universities. You're sending your kids still into universities that might as well be a Uyghur re-education camp. You don't trust politics because you've seen them lie and lie and lie. But now you can't really even trust the news to hold out those politicians that are doing the wrong thing. It's not going to be solved by anyone, any elected official. It's going to be solved by you and your family. And it is time to, to plant these principles deep, deep into our children. It's on the Glenn Beck podcast in audio format, wherever you get your podcast, all on July 4th. You can find it one episode per day on my YouTube and Facebook channels leading up to the final episode on July 4th, or you can have access, full first access to the special edition of the 1776 report beginning tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV for all subscribers. If you're not a subscriber, join us now and save 10%. Use the promo code Glenn. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. Time to take your pet level experience to the, the the next level. You love that dog. You want that dog to be healthy and happy. You need Rough Greens. I started feeding my uh, dog Uno Rough Greens. Oh, man. It, a year ago, year and a half ago, something like that. I've said many times on the program, and it is absolutely true. He is a different dog. Different. If you're feeding your dog dry kibble, which is basically sterilized dead food, or if you're making it yourself at home, the truth is that Rough Greens contains a lot of the vitamins and nutrients that your dog needs and probably isn't getting. It's a supplement you should sprinkle on the food, and your dog, if he's anything like mine, will wolf it down. Your dog may not like it. I haven't heard of any that don't, but maybe your dog doesn't like it, and they don't want you putting any money out into this product if it if your dog's not going to eat it. So you can get a free bag, a trial bag of Rough Greens. You just get like a I don't know, a couple of couple of days or 3 or 5 days worth of uh Rough Greens just to see if your dog likes it as much as Uno does. 
If they do, order the full bag and start feeding your dog um, uh, rough greens. You will see a huge difference in your dog's energy, activity level, and health. It's Rough Greens. Get a free bag now for your dog to try out at roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33 or roughgreens.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program. I hope I'm wrong on this. I really hope that I'm wrong on this. But there is um, there is a problem. There's a problem all over the country when it comes to now feeding animals. Most people just look at meat and food and they see it on the grocery store shelves and they have no idea where it even comes from anymore. Well, it's coming from the heartland. It's coming from all of those flyover states. When you're in the airplane and you look down, and you see those big circles. That's an irrigation circle. That is uh, those those circles are how you get water to get the plants to grow. And usually those uh, those crop circles are something like alfalfa. This is what we feed our cattle. Well, there is a severe drought here in the uh, Northwest uh, and the Mountain West, a severe drought. I mean, it is becoming like the Dust Bowl. Um, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think you're going to start to see farmers either giving away their cattle uh, and their animals or unfortunately slaughtering them and burying them because there is no grain uh, or no hay to feed them uh, there's no there's nobody growing anything because we're in a, a drought all across the upper part of America and down in the lower sections you're having places like Texas and Alabama they have too much rain and they can't grow it uh, please pray for the appropriate amount of rain and uh, that we don't have to do what I fear is coming with the animals. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Throughout 2021, consensus has been that higher mortgage rates are coming. But when is it going to happen? I don't know. How high will they go? They can't go too high because the federal government is on the hook. How are they going to pay for their outrageous loans? Timing the market is a dangerous game. So if you're ready to lock in a good mortgage rate, now is a really, really good time to do it. Rates are as low as they're apt to go for the remainder of the year. So it's up to you. But if you'd like to save hundreds of dollars every single month, if you roll in your high interest credit cards without resetting your loan, I mean, you can save thousands of dollars a month. Right now is the time to refinance. American Financing. Call them now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Call them. They work for you and not the bank. 
Conservatives are being shut down on social media all the time. We need a place that's safe for the voices you love to be heard. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. Well, I think this advertisement is uh, this approach to the NFL is going to be wildly successful. And I, for one, am proud of the NFL. Uh, They've just uh, released some uh, new verbiage uh, for the NFL. Do you have the NFL music? Let me just give it to you. Football. Football is lesbian. I'm not making this up, by the way. This is their actual. Football is lesbian. Football is beautiful. Football is queer. Football is life. Football is exciting. Football is culture. Football is transgender. Football is queer. Football is heart. Football is power. Football is tough. Football is also bisexual. Football is strong. Football is freedom. Football is American. Football is accepting. Football is everything. Football is for everyone. Oh, that is, this is fantastic. Um, and I, you know, I think the, the NFL diversity director uh, told Outsports, I'm proud of the clear message this commercial sends to the NFL's LGBTQ plus fans. This game is unquestionably for you. I'll be playing that first line over and over in my head all season. Football is lesbian. Okay. All right. Um, I didn't know that the game had sexual preferences. Uh, Actually, Uh, football, Glenn, is known as the most lesbian of balls. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a fact. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Okay. All right. Um, You know, I think that uh, the football fan could be lesbian, straight, queer, uh, you know, non-binary. The football fan can be anything. But football itself is a football is a game and it should remain that way. I'm just I'm just thinking. Well, you uh, you you can't say you can't say football is a game without gay. Well, yes, you can. I forgot. Um, There's no Y in game. Game, Glenn. Game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you think that's a coincidence? Uh No, it is not. They've been planning this forever. I actually do think, especially since it's (laughs) not spelled anywhere close, you know, you'd have to get rid of the M and the E, (laughs) get rid of the me in football game, and then add a Y for you. There football you, is for you. Well, you know how they used to spell women, yeah. W-O-M-Y-N? Now you can do G-A-Y-M-E. It's a, <laughs> a game. This is so, this is <laughs> so, so ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, it's so dumb. I was, I was watching, uh, I was on Twitter yesterday, and you know how they, Twitter gives you ads, ser- I, you know, serves me ads based on my algorithm, and apparently my algorithm is telling them, I want to see ads about Pride Week from Procter & Gamble or Pride Month, excuse me, about Procter & Gamble. So the the makers of Tide and Cascade are telling me about love 
and they go through this whole thing. And the very end, there's this guy. He's like, you know, I just, I just wish there was a time where we just didn't have to say all this. Yeah, you've arrived. You've arrived in the time. It's here. Congratulations. We don't need to be. We don't need to hear every little itty bitty detail of what goes on in your bedroom. I don't care about it. I don't want to know about it. You don't have to tell me about it. The people who make detergent don't have to tell me about it. Just stop telling me about it. You know, may I may I go a step further? I have a lot of. You know, I have a lot of gay friends who think that straight sex is icky. Mm. So, you know what we don't talk about? Sex. Okay? <laughs> we don't. And I think that's I think that's pretty universal. Um, I don't want to hear about sex. I don't want... I mean, now maybe it's different in the, um, you know, in the Tom Brady realm, mm-hmm. where everybody is a beautiful person. <laughs> But I've been to America, and that's not the way it generally is. Uh, And so I just think we should stop talking about what you're doing in your bedroom. Because like Stu, I not only don't care, um, I find it icky. You know, and that could be straight sex. You know, let me tell you, boy, the wife and I had, we tied one on last night. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yes, we exist here to try to forget and not picture what you're doing in your bedroom, whether you're straight or gay or whatever. Just stop talking about it. Let's all hope that I almost just kind of want to forget. That's how we reproduce. Let's just forget about it completely. I don't want to hear anything about it. It really is an icky process. I mean, you could go into this is wow, really? God had to make it feel really good. Otherwise, everybody would be like, I'm going to do what? No, I don't think so. That's so true. It doesn't make any sense. It is. It's a terrible if idea. If it didn't feel good, right? you wouldn't be doing it. You no. just wouldn't be doing it. You're like, what are you taking your pants mm. off for? God, mm. stop it. Keep them on. Keep them on. It's hot. People are sweaty. It's on. smelly. Just keep everything yeah. on. Everyone, we bundle up. Yeah. You know, maybe it, we've we've criticized Islamic extremists before, but maybe they've got something on with every, where you can't see anybody's human body. I mean, there's something to the idea that we all just kind of cover ourselves and can only see eyes. That I, you know, I've walked around the United States of America, been through many malls over the years. In Texas, it's 117 degrees. Everyone's sweaty and wearing very, really tight things. Just stop. Wear maybe maybe a tarp. Let's go to the Homer Simpson moo moo thing and just just embrace it. It was a good look. I think we should do it. Look, yesterday I told you I was I was going to be doing interpretive dance uh, on how how racist the Constitution is. Yes. If you missed yesterday's show, go back for the podcast in hour three. I read the actual report from the National Archives saying that the uh, the National Archives saying that the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights is uh, confusing and shows our racist uh, history. And their solution is to have interpretive dance happening when you go to try to see the Declaration of Independence. And so I said yesterday, I I'm all for interpretive dance. In fact, I'm going to do one. And the reason why I said that is because you don't even want to think about me mm-hmm. doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's like when my daughter was in ballet, my son and I were like, 
you know, I think you could slice, you could put a piece of sliced toast in that guy's butt cheeks. You know what I mean? You just, <laughs> you could just put a slice of toast right there and he could hold it the entire day. <laughs> Me, you could put an entire toaster oven between my cheeks. You know what I mean? And uh, so it's not good. It's not good. Nobody wants mm. to hear it. No. Period. Can we move on? Because yes. I'm uncomfortable. Um, Jake Tapper. Uh, wow. Uh, has lost 75% of his audience since January. I wonder why that is. Wonder why that is. I have the answer. Do you want to hear the answer? Sure. Racism. Mm. Um, in other news, um, you know, some bigots might say it's things like what was said on MSNBC last night. Listen to this. Why do you think we're seeing an uptick in crime happening right now? I think it's a combination of things, and we have to understand that police officers are the, are the backbone, patrol particularly are the backbone of any police department. And this reminds me of back in the day when I was on LAPD, when officers' feelings were hurt and uh, they had the term blue flu, where officers openly talked about slow response to radio calls. You can, you can break a police chief <laughs> if response time is low, if you're not clearing crimes, if you're not responding to high-priority calls, shootings in progress, murder, robbery. And so officers now we see across these 18,000 police departments are butthurt because, you know, they can't run willy nilly through a police department and abuse with reckless abandon. So they're stepping away from specialized units, too cowardly to quit outright the department, but they're stepping away. Wow. Mm. Wow. So they're too, they're cowardly. Now, police, they're butthurt because they can't uh, they can't just get away with all their racism. Could I just remind everyone um that uh, Derek Chauvin uh, had, w- w- was never they, they didn't even bring it up in court uh even the wholly corrupt uh Keith Ellison didn't say that this was about race because there's no case that that was about race and yet uh George Floyd is being held up as the hero that finally turned things around for the bigoted racist cop in in the in the court of law race was not brought into this argument so how is this happening and by the way it's not that the police are butt hurt you've beaten the police back you've beaten them down i don't know i might learn a lesson and not put myself into a situation where I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to lose my family. I'm going to lose my reputation. I'm going to be known as a bigot racist throughout all of American history because you have an agenda. That's not butthurt. That's smart. Hmm. That's smart. That's self-preservation. Yeah, and we went through a study a week or two ago about Black Lives Matter and what has actually happened with it, where they say, the study basically said they had saved 300 lives between 2014 and 2019 for of potential police shootings. Unfortunately, they caused between one and 6,000 murders by civilians against other civilians. So many more black lives were lost because of Black Lives Matter than were saved. Um, but in there, they talk about uh, the effect, the, what they call the Ferguson effect, which is in some ways seemingly what she's trying to allude to here. Uh, and the, the idea is basically that police 
get sick of being called genocidal maniacs every Tuesday and decide, hey, I'm going to, you know, look, unless I really have to jump into something, I'm not going to jump into it because every time we jump into something, we get accused of these terrible things and our lives get destroyed when we're trying to help people. So they don't jump in unless it's a super serious crime. So we're seeing signals of this all around the country where murders and rapes and the most serious of crimes are going way, way up, while many property crimes are not because the police are are hesitant when they know maybe a life might not be on the line to jump into any of these situations because they don't want to expose themselves to a situation that's going to escalate out of control. So they're jumping into less of uh, fewer of these situations because of that. That's a huge problem. You know, I mean, and and what happens when you vilify an entire class of people that are trying to help you, results are usually negative. And we're seeing that the results all around the country are really negative. It's not because they're cowards. It's because they're intelligent. By the way, uh, police, I think it was in Portland over the weekend, had to uh, come out and beg. No violence, no violence. The person that was shot was white. No violence, no violence, no violence. Nobody cared about what happened. They didn't say, hey, uh, well, this, this shooting happened and uh, it was justified. They didn't care. They only cared what color the person was. That's a sign of a deep, deep problem. By the way, Rudy Giuliani and Alan Dershowitz in hour number three today. You don't want to miss any of today's show. After uh, decades of leftist ideology desperately working to destroy everything we have held true and dear, our culture is a smoldering shell of what it has been. Conservatives, you cannot give up. And you can't lose the uh, the will to fight against the woke mob. Our nation, our fate of our children, all stand on a razor-sharp edge. So what are we going to do? Well, we first of all have to start telling the stories. And that's why I'm really, really proud to recommend the Tuttle Twins book. Um, it's a series of books, and they teach things... You know, like Austrian economics, but I'm talking about for little kids. Um, they also have teen books, etc. But I, I want you to you've got to start reading to your children and you've got to start young. These are fantastic books for children that teach them about American history, um, uh, what freedom really is. There's no way um, that you can get through what's happening in school and have your kids come unscathed. You must prepare them and plant this deep into their little souls. The Tuttle Twins books, great stories. If your kids or grandkids are not reading these, they need to go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Right now they're running a sale so you can get free workbooks as well. Don't let the left cancel out these books. Don't let the left win. Teach this to your children and your grandchildren. Get the TuttleTwinsBeck.com, the Tuttle Twins books. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Did you see that... Um, California is banning travel to several states now. They just added Florida. 
Um, <clears throat> and they're uh, they're not they're not allowing any of the federal workers or the uh, state workers to go to I think twelve different states. Well, it's not because of COVID. It's because you might catch racism there. Mm-hmm. Um, these mm-hmm. are the these are the states that are are arguing about bathrooms and are putting in you know rules that say, hey guys can't use bathrooms that women use. You know it's interesting, Glenn that. Every single possibility they have to uh, to mm-hmm. use the Commerce Clause to block whatever they want in any state they do. Mm-hmm. I- is this not a really clear violation of the Commerce Clause where you're pre- preventing oh inter- interstate business? You're not even allowing your employees to travel to other states? Like, that's that can't yeah. possibly be okay. Yeah. Well, it's not in any sane world, but we left that one a long time ago. Um, so good luck with that. But that is, this is what things like the Commerce Clause was supposed to protect. And it was flipped on its head. The, the United States was not supposed to have the, the power and the governments are not supposed to have the kind of power to do this.